0: Hi, I'm Sophia Ortiz and welcome to the Well and Worthy podcast. This podcast is a journey where we step into our power, up our wellness game, and uncover our worth so that we can show up as our best selves every damn day. I'm so excited to talk about all things body, mind, and soul while learning true self-love along the way. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I am... Sophia Ortiz, your host, um, if we have not met before, slash you have not heard my voice before, um, I'm so excited that you're here. Welcome to Well and Worthy, Valentine's Day edition. (laughs) I'm recording this the day after Valentine's Day, and I admittedly ate, and I'm not saying this for like cutesy purposes for the podcast, I literally ate an entire box of chocolates today, one of those giant ass heart-shaped boxes, I put it into my backpack today we like, cute snack. And I ate the whole thing, the whole box. And you know what? It was delicious. So I hope all of you had a good Valentine's Day. I'm excited that you're here for this um, special relationship edition episode, If you Wanted To, He Would. Um, and this is a phrase, maybe you've heard it, maybe you haven't. I've heard it so many times. If you Wanted To, He Would. And why I titled the episode this is because this phrase is what we're going to be talking about when you feel unappreciated maybe in your relationship or like your needs aren't being met if you wanted to he would is a phrase that means that someone will show you they care when they care if they want to show you that they care they will do so and i feel like this phrase i have not to preface this i have not always been an avid believer in the if you wanted to he would mentality um and i'm going to give you a little backstory get to know me get to know where all of these crazy, (laughs) very strong opinions from Sophia are coming from. A couple relationships ago, you know, it was high school. We forgive high school. Baby Sophia was there in the hallway and my high school boyfriend forgot it was Valentine's Day. It was tragic at the time, right? All the girls are getting their little bears and roses in their lockers. And baby Sophia was like, oh, he forgot. Well, maybe he had a good reason to forget. Like, yeah, yeah. And I cried on the way home and tried to convince myself that I shouldn't be crying because maybe it wasn't his fault. And, you know, years go by and little things like that, you know, maybe my new boyfriend just doesn't make beds in the morning. That That's just how he is. Or maybe, you know, who celebrates a month anniversary anyway? Maybe that's just a me thing. All of these little expectations that I had for a relationship that I was not communicating. First of all, I was not communicating them. And second of all, I started believing that men just didn't operate like me. Like, maybe these are unfair expectations to be putting on these guys. Like, I don't know. None of them are meeting them. So it must be just weird. It must just be a me thing. And that's okay. And let's move on with it. Now, after these fun little stories. I went on a little adventure of what my standards were and what I really wanted a relationship to look like. I did some deep diving. So if you clicked on this episode, I'm really hoping that maybe you're doing some deep diving too and I would like to share some of my thoughts on if you wanted to, he would, because I wish that I had had more podcasts to give me advice when I needed it in terms of how to set standards and how to stick to them in my relationships and how to understand my own needs and communicate them clearly in a relationship because this is fundamental and it's actually kind of hard. Like I feel like people don't talk about communicating needs as being a hard thing, but it can be. Um, And I think that someone who loves you should show it. This is not a crazy thing to ask. To say, oh, if you love me and we're in a relationship, you should express it. This comes in all different forms, of course, but this is important. If you feel your needs aren't being met, they probably aren't. Let that sink in. If you feel your needs aren't being met, they probably aren't. And your needs are valid. I do not want anybody sitting on the other side of the screen thinking, well, I don't know, maybe that's just like kind of unfair of me to think like no if you have a need we're gonna do some analyzing of those needs but needs are valid and you are a wonderful person who is worthy of having needs and desires so i just want to establish that first um to know yourself and to know your needs is key to making sure that they're being met Um, and in order to do that you need to know what your needs are first right there's a difference between needing to be heard And expecting someone to read your mind so i just want to put that out there we all need our desires to be heard by our partners but we also cannot expect them to read our minds so step one here goes the thing i say every single episode we're doing steps and we're making drum roll please a list yes another list um if you feel like you're lacking appreciation maybe connection, communication, etc. in a relationship, I want you to make a list of the things that you feel like you need more of in the relationship. Write them down. Or if you're a thinker, think them out. I want you to analyze them and look at them and say, okay, why do I feel this is lacking? And in what specific ways do I think this could be met? I'll give you some examples. I made a list in my past relationship where I was like, okay, I feel like I would like more words of affirmation. This is my love language. So if you could tell me, you know, you're beautiful. I know this sounds this sounds like the bare minimum now, now that I'm talking in hindsight, but like, give me a little text that say, Oh, good morning, beautiful, or um Tell me that you think I'm smart. Tell me that you think I'm pretty. Just let me know with little words of affirmation because this is my love language. Some examples might be good morning texts. Some examples might be just letting me know when we're hanging out together. Um, Another need one might have is something as simple as, I wish that we spent more time together. And some concrete ways to do this on my end would be, I'm free on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays at 6 p.m. When are you free make this list write them out and then i challenge you to go show them to your partner and i know this sounds scary it's kind of freaky um if you don't want to bring the hard copy of the list with you i do not blame you but if you do and it helps you think i say go for it have an honest heart-to-heart conversation and a real partner will respect those needs if you communicate them in a kind way and approach it with like a, because I love you, I want a relationship to be strong. Here are my needs because my lovely ladies, a relationship is made up of two halves. You are half of a unit. You are a whole person who is half of a unit and your half is just as valid as their half. There is no relationship if your needs are not being met too. So communicate them, write them out, understand them and communicate them to your partner. Um, And the other thing that I like to do, and this applies if you're single or in a relationship, set a standards list. I wish I had done this earlier, guys. A standards list is your list of your make or breaks, your make or breaks. For example, if you're somebody who's religious and you need somebody who's religious, that could be a make or break. If you're somebody who just needs someone who's spiritual, that could be a make or break. Um, A make or break could be, you know, respects, (laughs) respects women (laughs) and never says derogatory terms. And these make or breaks are so important, guys. They are the standard. They are the bouncer at the door like we talked about in the last episode. If you, if you're a club and there's an entrance fee to get into the club, it doesn't matter who it is. They have to pay the entrance fee, right? And so view your standards and view your make or break list as your entrance fee. If a potential partner does not check, check, check those boxes, then they are not a potential partner anymore. And, you know, you can give everybody one chance. And if they don't match the make or break list, then bam, you're already doing a really good job of finding the one and setting your standards for the person you really want to be with and not settling, right? So I feel like those two lists are super fun and super good to have and help you really take all of those worries that are spinning around in your mind of like, how do I communicate that I need to spend more time with him? How do I communicate that I feel unappreciated or like my sex needs aren't being met or just write them out and then express those and do it kindly and the right partner maybe this will go on your make or break list, but a good partner listens and responds. And that is on my make or break list because a good partner listens and responds. I feel like that's a really good thing to have. A relationship is nothing without communication, right? And someone who cares about you and who is meant for you will respect and honor your desires and needs. They will, I promise. And I know if you have had a rough dating history in the past. I've been there, guys. I've literally been there. This is a hard pill to swallow. But if they do not respect your desires and needs, then they are not the right person. Period. Period. You are worthy of having your needs met. Okay? And it doesn't matter if they're so special of a person or you have a really great bond. I know. I know it hurts. I have been there. And it hurts so badly to let go of people sometimes. But if Those people are not responding to your needs, then maybe you shouldn't be wasting time knocking at the wrong door. You know what I'm saying? Um, And one, you know, one really big rule that I like to follow in terms of needs when you're expressing them to a partner three strike rule, baby. You know, that's how it goes. Because I don't know about you, but I have been prey to giving people way too many chances, (laughs) way, way, way too many chances. So if you follow the three strike rule, hey honey, here is my list of desires and needs. Here's how I'm feeling right now and here's how I feel like my needs aren't being met. Can we fix them with A, B, C? After you have that conversation, after you guys come to an agreement of how you're gonna move forward, three strike rule. They miss it once, call them out on it bad. They do it twice bad, 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 and they do it three times, okay, that's it, I've asked you enough. No, you know, you're not the person. If you're really not gonna work with me here, I'm not wasting my time past the three strike rule because at that point you're trying to change somebody, right, that's not somebody working for you, that's you trying to change somebody. And I'm sorry that this is all very blunt, but it is just lessons that I wish I knew earlier. I'm just trying to be honest because I feel like maintaining these boundaries as hard as it is to do holding a standard you're going to be surprised with the amount of people that meet you there that meet you at that standard like people like that exist and i know from the other from the side of the wall that's like oh no i've never met a guy like that like i've never met a girl like that people like that don't exist they do they do and they will not come to you until you hold them to that standard until you insist that someone meets you there Because if you're letting people off loosey-goosey, at some point or another, that's on you. You're letting them off loosey-goosey, and that's the reason that shit people are sticking in your life. Um, And this is me having a conversation with past Sophia. This is, hey, past Sophia, how you doing? If you're too loosey-goosey on people that are treating you like shit, they will stick around, and your life is not going to better until you hold them accountable. And this includes partners... As hard as it is, it does. Um, And, you know, at the end of the day, too, things are situational. So relationships are not this big umbrella of expectation, right? What works for you and your partner is going to be different from what works for Sarah and her partner. You know, it's different from other people. And you can't be operating under this, like, social media Instagram assumption, you know, be careful not to be like, oh well, Kylie Jenner got two Teslas for Valentine's Day. So like where are my Teslas, babe? Like <laughs> remember things are situational. Like for example, for me, I'm in college. I know that getting stuff for Valentine's Day is hard. Neither neither me or my partner has a car. So um I understand that like, oh it might be tricky, you know, whatever. But I have that conversation and I make sure we say, okay, are we doing something for Valentine's Day? Okay, great. Um, is that going to work? Awesome. And we, we're on the same wavelength. We understand each other and we understand each other's expectations. Nobody's left in the dark. But once you communicate your expectations and you both agree, that's when if he wanted to, he would comes in, right? So once you've said, hey, does this work? And he says yes or she says yes then they better do it, and you better do it too. Communication is key. So to review for the communication stuff, step one is know your needs, analyze your needs, write them down if it helps you. Step two is communicate them to your partner. If we do not communicate, nothing will get done. And I feel like the phrase, if you wanted to, he would, is often taken out of context, and it means like, guys should have this preset expectation to know what to do for women. And to some degree, this is true, right? To some degree, it's like, okay, be nice to me, respect me as a human, be kind, love me, the basic relationship stuff, listen to me, respect me, honor me. But remember that your specific needs are not the same as anybody else's, which makes you a gem, and it makes you special. Um, But you need to communicate those. um, If you want them to be Met if you want somebody to meet you there you need to tell them how to meet you there because none of us are mind readers Your partner's not a mind reader and that's just the truth and that's okay That is a beautiful limitation of being human And it allows us to communicate our needs and teaches us how to do that Which will apply in so many areas of our lives outside of romantic relationships um, and You got to approach lastly you got to approach with understanding and openness so Approach these expectations with an understanding of your situation, with understanding, hey, we we're in college, or my boyfriend works two jobs and he's really busy. Understand where each of you are as people, understand the situation, but do not settle for your needs being ignored. So, what I like to do is always addressed, never dismissed. Always address your needs, always address your partner's needs, but never dismiss them. It doesn't have to be like oh i need to spend more time with you so you have to see me every friday otherwise we break up that might not work if your boyfriend works a job on fridays right so situationally if you're approaching with understanding you might be like okay i'll meet you halfway what if we meet on wednesdays instead or friday afternoons great you guys addressed it you found a solution or you find some other solution and you did not dismiss that need. But as soon as your partner dismisses your need, as soon as your partner disregards what you're feeling or refuses to meet you at all halfway, that's when it's bad. That's when you are asked to not settle. That's when you're asked in asked to step in and say, no, that's not okay, right? Always addressed, never dismissed. And three-strike rule, again, one time, totally fine. Two times, Mm, three times okay not even like I've already asked you we've had the conversation the conversation has been had you can have a conversation 15 times you can have a conversation the rest of your life and stick with someone who never changes so just remember that my grandma always says (laughs) and here we go my grandma always says you can fall in love with assholes too It is possible to fall in love with an asshole too. It is possible to fall in love with someone who will not work for you. And you gotta remember that at the end of the day, if they're not working for you, then you gotta let them go, honey. If if they're refusing to meet you halfway, address your needs. If they are refusing and completely negligent even after communication, that is when you gotta address and assess the situation. Remember also, and I feel like I cannot leave this out. This goes both ways. A relationship, like I said earlier, two peas in a pod, you are yin and yang. Do unto others as you want done unto you. So treat them with the same love and respect. Approach their needs the same way you expect your needs to be met, while still remembering that you are worthy of receiving the same beautiful amount of love that you give away, okay? and. I don't want you guys to ever forget it. Treat them with love. Expect love back. It's a whole cycle. And the more you do not settle for less, the more the good stuff will find you. I promise. You're a beautiful human being. And I'm so um, excited to see all of you set your standards super high. And, you know, Embrace these wonderful relationships. You are worthy of having one that meets those dreams, that meets those desires. It exists out there. And that person that you want so badly exists out there. I promise. So that is all I have for you guys today. Happy Valentine's week. I am so happy you guys decided to join me. And I hope you learned something from this episode. Um, Feel free to rate us on Spotify. Wink, wink. Shameless plug. Um, And check out the TikTok. I have a TikTok going. We'll have an Instagram up here pretty soon. Um, But in the meantime, ciao for now. See you next week, my loves. And remember that you are already enough, just as you are.